Welcome to day four, week five of our look to the book of Joshua. We're heading toward the last of the book of Joshua, Joshua 24 today, looking at verses 1 to 13. These are verses about how you choose God's challenge in your life. The promises of God are the challenges of God. God's promises, these verses tell us, begin with God's choice. They begin with God's choice, not your choice. Are you choosing his challenge or challenging his choice? The difference oftentimes is in realizing it begins with his choice. And that simple switch of thinking makes all the difference between a fulfilled life and a frustrating life. The final address of Joshua in these verses that begins in these verses we're looking at today and then we'll finish it tomorrow helps us to honestly answer that question. Am I choosing his challenge by recognizing his choice? Here is Joshua standing on the threshold of death, a full life behind him. Does he just reminisce about the past? Absolutely not. He challenges the people of God towards the future. How do you respond to a challenge? Do you rise to the challenge or do you fall beneath it? One of the ways to rise to the challenges that God gives in life is to realize they begin with his choice. So let me read for you some verses that let us see the opportunities in the challenge of God's choice in our lives. Beginning in verse three and then reading all the way down through verse 13. This is, this is Joshua recounting for the people what God had done amidst them. But I took your father Abraham from the land beyond the river and led him throughout Canaan and gave him many descendants. I gave him Isaac and Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I assigned the hill country of Seir to Esau, but Jacob and his sons went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there, and I brought you out. When I brought your fathers out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the Red Sea. But they cried to the Lord for help, and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, and he brought the sea over them and covered them. You saw with your own eyes what I did to the Egyptians. Then you lived in the desert for a long time. I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them before you, and you took possession of their land. When Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel, he sent for Balaam, the son of Beor, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam. So he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hand. Then you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizens of Jericho fought against you, as did also the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites, but I gave them into your hand. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you. Also the two Amorite kings, you did not do it with your own sword and bow. So I gave you a land on which you did not toil, and cities you did not build, and you live in them, and eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant." Joshua is telling them the story, and he's telling them, God did it. God has been choosing you from the beginning. Listen to the challenge of God's choice in your life through how he's worked all down through history. And Joshua just walks through it with the Lord's direction. Look at Abraham. God's choice in his life was to move to a different country, and he followed God's choice, and look at what happened. Look at Isaac. God's choice in his life was to build upon his father's foundations, and look at how you're blessed by that today. Look at Jacob. God's choice in his life was to send him down to Egypt, he and his family eventually. And through that, to change Jacob's heart and character and direction. Look at Moses. God's choice in his life was to use him to set his people free. And then he says, look at you. 
We wandered in the desert and now God has brought you into this land. Through the victories in this land, you can see his choice that he wants you to take full possession of his promise. God challenges us in our lives in a variety of ways, through a great variety of directions, but it's been all down through history. We've got to see that this challenge is not just for others. It is for us. It comes down to you. It comes down to me. Jesus said, I've been choosing you from the very beginning. In John 15, he says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. His choice challenges us to salvation, to discipleship, to witness, to mission. Now, I don't want you to miss in this challenge from Joshua, the amazing truth in verses 12 and 13 that we just read. Let me read again those verses. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you, also the two Amorite kings. You did not do it with your own sword and bow. So I gave you a land on which you did not toil and cities you did not build. And you live in them and eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. God says to the people of Israel through Joshua in this address, you were involved in it, but you did not do it. I did it. You live in it. You live in the land, but you did not build it. I built it. You eat of it, he says, but you did not plant it. This is an expression of grace. This is an expression of how God works in my life and your life. And if you're going to live with a sense of possession of God's promises. They are God's promises for my life. They're God's promises for my circumstances, for my situations. Then you're gonna have to be at home with grace because God's promises are all about grace. To think that you could deserve God's promises, as we said earlier this week, is absolutely ridiculous. They come by grace. Involved in it, yes. God is gonna involve you in the fulfillment of his promise in your life. If it's a promise for a family, he's gonna involve you in what happens in that family. If it's a promise for a ministry, he involves you in what happens in that ministry. You work, you work hard many times. But God does it. God does it. They worked hard to take this land. They came in, they had battles. But God says, I I know you had battles, but I cleared the way for you. I sent the hornet ahead of you. We don't know exactly what that means, if there were bees actually that came in and chase the people out, or if there's just a picture that God is giving here for them of him preparing the way. He prepares the way. He prepares the way more than you realize, more than I realize in my life. This is grace. And the moment I start to think it's all about me and what I've done, the moment I've stopped realizing that it's all about grace, then I start living by my power, not God's power. I start living by my plans and not God's promises. If you feel lately that your life has been just mostly about you, what you could get done, what you could get accomplished, uh, join the majority of Christians. So many of us live there too much of the time. But God does not mean for that to happen. He doesn't mean for just a few superstar Christians to live a different kind of life. He means for you to live a life that's centered on God's promises. If I'm going to do that, if you're going to do that, we have to keep coming back to this place. God's going to involve me in it, but he's the one who's going to do it. I'm going to live in this place, but I'm not the one who's going to build it. God is. I may eat of these things, even enjoy them, but I didn't plan it. God did. God's the one who causes the growth. This is grace. Let's pray together. Jesus, forgive me. Forgive us for those times when we think it's so much about us because you've allowed us to be involved. Thank you for allowing us to be involved. 
But instead of thinking then that it's about us, help us to realize that that too is your grace. You could have just done it, but you allow us to be a part of it. Thank you for clearing the way, for sending the hornet ahead of us in ways that we have seen and not seen, clearing the way for us, protecting us. Lord, all we can see are the problems that we do have, but we know there are many problems we've never faced because you've cleared the way. Thank you for driving out the problems before us so many times and help us to live in this place of grace. We're involved in it, but you're doing it. We live in the middle of it, but you're building it. We even eat of it, but you're the one that planted it. Help us to live in this place of grace, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Tomorrow, we're going to finish the book of Joshua. We're going to look at the choice that we make based on the choice that God has made. <laughs>